the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing well. Good to be back with you. Good to have you. Uh, summer doldrums, or are you excited about the fall? Well, I'm excited about the fall because, uh, of course, that means Chicago Bears are going to be playing football again. Uh, but aside from that, uh, I am looking forward to the fall because I think, you know, hopefully we'll be at a juncture where we'll be talking about some some different things uh, as it relates okay. to the capital markets and primarily uh, the Federal Reserve. Um, you know, been stuck there and wondering when the Fed is going to actually raise interest rates. Uh, and from my vantage point, I think the Fed continues to sound and, and desperately wants the market to believe that it's going to go ahead and raise rates, um, you know, in the near term here, and that could create some uh, new excitement levels for the markets uh, in the fall and into the winter. If you ever want to take a week off, it sounds like I could play your previous week's spot because we have been talking about it for a very long time. Why do you think or – is this time different? Why are we so obsessed with the Federal Reserve? Because I've been doing this 20 years, and 20 years ago it was an afterthought. It was not, you know, a driving component of the market. Yeah, you know, we're obsessed with the Federal Reserve because they are, uh, you know, operating in uncharted waters. Basically, you know, we've had interest rates at the zero bound here for what, over uh, six years now, and you haven't had an actual interest rate hike since 2006. Um, so uh, it's a really remarkable period in, in terms of Fed history, and, uh, you know, you can, of course, look at what the Fed policy has been, and you can see here how it's it's remained an undying source of support here for the equity market in particular whenever things seem to go awry. Uh, participants fully believe in the Fed put uh, remaining intact, and so they continue to buy on every dip, even when earnings results don't come in that great or when you're having some geopolitical issues uh, kick things up. Um, there's a seems to be a real strong reliance on interest rates at the zero bound uh, and the Fed basically preaching this message to go ahead and continue to buy higher-risk assets. Uh, and so that's why I think the market remains obsessed over, over the Fed. And I'll add one more point, sorry to carry on, but the uh, the idea really is that, 
you know, the thinking that the Fed is now potentially going to raise rates for the first time at a time when the global economy is slowing and thereby inviting the potential for uh, another retrenchment in the U.S. economy if it moves prematurely. So there's a lot going on right now as it relates to the Federal Reserve policy. Do you worry that sometimes things are just out of whack and that out of whackness can bring down a market more so than it should? And let me give you an example. Apple had an amazing six-year run, and then it gets added to the Dow Jones Industrial Average 30 after this amazing run. Now they're getting kind of weak, and that's pulling the Dow down. Or it's, The Dow could be at a higher high if it didn't have Apple in it is kind of what I'm saying at. Do you ever worry that some of these odd external factors get out of whack to the point that it could cause more problems than they're worth? Um, yes, and you know, I can give you another example. Just looking at China, right? Things got really out of whack okay. there because of some really screwy issues that uh, basically inflated, uh, you know, stock values there. But as it relates to Apple, I mean, Apple's a, a an absolutely terrific company, and and like you said, I mean, the, the results they put up recently in the second quarter, there was nothing to really, um, in my mind anyway, to be you know overly concerned about or you know that would qualify them as, as wholly disappointing in any respect. I think when it comes to Apple, um, its biggest hurdle really is this law of large numbers, essentially. You know, it's pushing, a, you know, a trillion-dollar market capitalization, which is just unbelievable. And I think, um, you know, Jeffrey Gunlock said it best a few weeks ago is that uh, that's going to be a headwind is that, you know, you might get something more out of Apple, but it's hard to see a whole lot more upside from, uh, you know, levels we saw in the stock, you know, a couple weeks ago because it is pushing up against such large uh, numbers as it relates to its market capitalization. And so investors are finding a reason to go elsewhere uh, for the time being, and because of Apple's prominence within the Dow Jones Industrial Average, it does, um, it does you know, factor heavily on that particular average. We're pretty deep in earnings season tonight. We get Disney. I'm looking forward to Disney's earnings call. Stock's been on fire, a lot like Apple, where you go, how much more upside can they have? And then you're like, oh, yeah, they've got Star Wars, and they've got all the action movies, and they've got all the superheroes, and they've got the park. And um, Is Disney one of your – to me, it's a fun company to follow because it's so easily relatable to the audience. Uh, are you looking forward to Disney's earnings? Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, people have a right to look forward to it for, for many of the reasons you just laid out. And then you, you can layer on top of that the idea that they have the whole, uh, the new installment, uh, the next Star Wars installment coming out in December, and they're going to be opening up Shanghai Disneyland uh, next year. And so there are drivers on the horizon here that, uh, you know, that, that work to Disney's advantage. And, you know, it's a company that's just been superbly managed, really. Um, so it's... Uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a result that should make investors feel good. Um, you know, whether it makes the market feel ultimately good is hard to say. I mean, the stock's trading at about 26 times trailing 12-month earnings. Uh, it's not cheap, so it has to uh, continue to execute very, very well uh, to maintain that premium multiple. So we'll see. Anything else that you're working on right now that you find interesting and want to share with the audience? Well, I'm, you know, going to be keeping a close eye, obviously, on the employment report that comes out later in the week. Um, you know, we've had a lot of incoming data of late that has um, uh, basically 
softened expectations for the uh, the Fed raising interest rates. But knowing that the Fed desperately wants to raise rates, I think it's going to be really clued into what goes on with that average hourly earnings number in the employment report. Uh, so I'll be watching that very closely, and um, we'll probably be orienting some commentary around that particular item. How about earnings season? Um, it looks like not – what's your report card say? You know, it, it's it's ho hum in my estimation. I mean, you, you, you've seen results; they have come in better than expected. But S&P 500 operating earnings overall are still expected to decline uh, 0.4%. Um, nothing great about that, and particularly when you uh, stack it up against uh, revenue that's expected to also show a decline year over year. Um, and then the guidance coming out of these second quarter reports hasn't been too stellar either. And you can see that in the fact that. Uh, consensus estimates for the third quarter have been revised lower since the start of the reporting period. So, you know, nothing terrific. It's, it's been good enough, I suppose, given the, the wall of worry the market uh, tends to climb uh, when we see uh, the earnings reporting period unfold. But uh, I'm not overly impressed at this juncture. There's an interesting paper out today or recently about the San Francisco Fed talked about interest rates and how the Federal Reserve, if they do raise interest rates, could really hurt housing prices. As part of a market strategist, do you tie together strong auto sales, low gas, insurance companies are getting hit because people are driving more? Do you try to connect a lot of dots that sometimes aren't obvious, like higher interest rates should lower how much home people could afford, which should lower home prices, or is that too extraneous for purposes of conversation? Yeah, no, you know, I'm as a uh, market analyst that has a top-down orientation, um, I do have to take into account those particular factors here. And housing, uh, you know, is, you know, a a decent-sized contributor to, you know, overall GDP when you factor in this multiplier effect and the the spending that flows out of, you know, home purchases and and the like. And so, um, you know, uh, when rates go up, uh, we've seen in mortgage applications uh, a major slowdown in those applications, and that's with rates already at pretty historically low levels. So, um, so there's probably going to be a headwind for housing here if the Fed does raise interest rates and you see mortgage rates pick up, um, and that will impede, uh, that will look, that will weigh on prices here when um, when there's not as much demand. So, something definitely to take into account. We've seen a lot of action in the healthcare sector, probably largely due to the Affordable Care Act. Um, the sector's been on fire. It's been doing great. A lot of mergers and acquisitions also helping. Is that a sector that you favor, healthcare for the long term, or at this point in time maybe take a little off the table? Yeah, well, I think the long term is the key phrase there. I think you have to like it over the long term when you just look at the whole demographic situation and, and the you know the retiring baby boomers and people getting older and, and the need for, you know, pharmaceuticals and the like. Um, so, yes, I do like it for the long term, but with the runs you've seen in a sector like the healthcare, you just have to be conscientious of what your risk parameters are. And, yeah, maybe you take something off here in the near term as the uh, broader market looks a little bit uh, anxious here at these current levels. Thanks for joining us today. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com. Always an enjoyment listening to what he has to say and kind of ramble on. And when he said, sorry for rambling, I'm like, no, 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 keep going. Uh, just a good, different perspective. Uh, well-educated, well-thought-out. Uh, everything in Briefing.com has that feel to it. So whether it's their live market coverage, their live headlines, their perspective, their calendars, uh, you can quickly pull up an earnings calendar and 
see who's you know coming up next and next week. You can find where your company is, like Kellogg is going to report, and maybe you go, ooh, let's see how Office Depot is doing. Tons of information. At briefing.com, that's briefing.com. You can find me online at robblack.com, that's robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 